Let's talk to the uh, mm-hmm. King of Misery, Danny Kelly. <laughs> wow, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what else to tell you. Although I did text you earlier this week, Danny. Uh, so Jamie and I, during a break one day, we were talking about like how in, how crazy sports radio gets in, uh, yeah. in 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 Vancouver or in North America, and it, it got brought up of like, hey, is sports radio this crazy in England or in in Europe? It, like, do they even have sports radio? Right, and so Jamie, through his intrepid uh, investigative work, found that there is, and also there's a Danny Kelly that exists in uh, in London yes. that yeah. is yeah. that is dropping takes on Man United and Hartlepool and all the squads over there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I've known about this guy since I basically was on Twitter because um, I tried to get the name Danny Kelly. Turns out that's taken. Um, this other guy, the English broadcaster fella, he is Danny Kelly words, and I constantly get. Well, it's actually kind of trailed off lately, but I get all these people that are kind of reacting to soccer takes from the other Danny Kelly and, and calling me an idiot. And I'm like, I have no idea like, what you're talking about. You know, I don't follow Tottenham. I don't I, I actually follow any English soccer at all, so I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, so I just uh, typically will send them all, all this tag Danny Kelly words and, and, and move on with my life. But um but yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I just hope he's getting yeah, like yeah. questions about like, hey, should I who should I start this week? Marvin Jones or yeah. you know <laughs> or Allen Robinson? <laughs> I know he probably has no idea about American football too. There's also a just straight Danny Kelly on Twitter, which uh, I'm Danny B Kelly on Twitter, by the way. Um, but his bio is basically just says it's not Danny Kelly words and not Danny B Kelly. Um, I'm sure he <laughs> just gets inundated with random stuff. There's turns out there's a lot of Danny Kellys in the world. Um, who knew? I just like that people are throwing random slander your way. Like, you know, it happens so much on the internet, but like, at least, you know, check the identity first. Like make, like, I'm fine with you throwing hate my way, but just make sure that it's like directed at the right person. Okay. I kind of feel, yeah, I kind of feel good. Cause I'm just like insulating Danny Kelly words from some of his haters. Maybe he likes it. Maybe he Aww. feeds off of the hate. I don't know. No, no um, start, start quote tweeting them with your own like takes because you know it's 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 football and it's football so you're like yeah Cristiano Ronaldo his uh his xg is not that good so drop him in fantasy this week yeah, <laughs> yeah uh something about var is that even how you pronounce it var yeah. yeah 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 um i'm i'm an idiot when it comes to soccer hey at least i didn't call the soccer ball or like to puck a ball or whatever you know yeah there you at go at least i know that much. there you go um yeah. but yeah uh, it is our guy Danny Kelly from the Ringer NFL, uh, the Ringer Fantasy Football Podcast. This football season, make it the Clayton Public House, 188th Street and 56th Avenue in Surrey, and the ClaytonPub.com. If you got uh, fantasy questions, send them in 650-650 to our Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. So we were just talking about Alvin Kamara uh, picking up a uh, an injury and, and missing practice today. Uh, you know, we've seen this with running backs uh, as much as you know a. a a team like New Orleans, I was going to say club because I was getting in the English mode there. Uh, a a <laughs> yep. team like uh, New Orleans you know, has a lot of uh, – he is their offense, and they've lost right. Jameis now. Like, Is this precautionary, or is this something Kamara owner should be uh, a bit worried about? Um, it sounds like it's mild. I don't know what that means, obviously. It's, mm-hmm. it's still too early in the week. It, it sounds like they did like a walkthrough thing, and he didn't take part in it today. Um, but it, he has a mild knee injury as a report, which means – you know, he'll probably be day to day and then have to be questionable going into this game and we'll see how it goes. Um, I would be prepared to not have to play him just in case, like maybe, you know, you can go out there and pick up Mark Ingram if he's still on the waiver wire or try and figure out something else. Um, the saints are playing the Titans on Sunday. So at least we have until Sunday 
um, to kind of figure things out. But yeah, there's a chance he misses a game, but the good news is it doesn't sound like it's going to be like a multi-week thing, hopefully. And so, um, you know, this is kind of like you guys were talking about just before. It's the nature of football. Like these guys are so banged up all the time throughout the year. You almost expect guys to miss a couple games a year at least. So you just kind of kind of roll with punches and figure out something else this week. Uh, maybe Chris Carson's out there on the free agent um, or in the waiver wire or whatever, and you can go pick him up because it sounds like he's getting closer to coming back too. So, um, yeah, just got to adapt. Danny, it was just kind of a weird week in football, I feel like. There was just a lot of weird upsets or things not expected. Oh, yeah. how, did that tra- how did that translate into to fantasy? And, like, are there any of those games, maybe particularly like Jags, Buffalo, where you – are concerned about trends moving forward? Um, it was a very weird week. I think I noticed across all my leagues, I don't know about you guys, but there was just really low scores everywhere. Um, it was yeah. just bizarre. Like a lot of the big superstar people didn't end up scoring as many points as you think. And so it was just definitely a weird week. Um, and I don't think there was anything like too too worrisome for many of these. Like Dallas, I think is going to be just fine, even though they ended up playing really terribly. Um, I think the Bills ultimately are going to be okay. That like losing to the to the Jags is just like a bizarre outcome. Like one of the worst upsets. <laughs> like honestly, I think that, I think I heard it was like the third highest uh, point total in terms of like the spread that a team has just straight lost. So that was cool um, in like the last fifteen yeah. years or so. And so um, just unpredictable, strange things like that happen. This is the NFL. Um, I think they'll ultimately be fine. But you know, it is just kind of a indicative of. Um, how variable football can be from week to week and how you can't really predict anything like with, with Josh Allen struggling, Patrick Mahomes struggling. Um, you know, I guess it kind of makes you worried. Like these are the two of the top uh, quarterbacks in football right now. And um, how different is that going to be throughout the rest of the year? I tend to lean like these guys will get it figured out. Even the, even the chiefs who have struggled multiple weeks now in a row, I'm still relatively bullish. I'm, I'm not ready to like say you need to start looking for other options if you have, Patrick Mahomes or, or Patrick uh, or, you know, Josh Allen or um, Dak Prescott or whatever. I think just kind of, again, it's just a one week thing. These things happen every year in the NFL. It's just, you know, it's a weird sport. And again, on Sunday, all that. Um, mm-hmm. But ultimately I'm not too worried about any of the, any of the trends that kind of like, or anything that happened turning into trends this week. Well, there was such a weird, you know, scoring leaders in each position, right? Like Josh Johnson had a nice day and Matt Ryan and uh, Carson yeah. Wentz and Teddy Bridgewater at, at the quarterback position. You can go through other positions. Uh, you know, James Conner blew up. Naeem Hines had a good day. You know, if, if you just look at what happened in week nine, like who is one of the leaders in their, in their score, in their position that like you don't trust moving forward? Who that I don't trust. Um, definitely not Josh Johnson. It sounds like he's going back to the practice squad. Um, and Mike White is coming back. Let's see here. I'm, I'm just going to look through these, some of these and um, kind of try and pick one out. Let's see. I don't know. The Devontae Freeman one, I think, is an interesting one. We talked about him on our show. He, he came in and he's, he's been sort of like the lead guy for the Ravens um, over the last few weeks, but he's been very dependent on touchdowns. And so um, – I'm not saying necessarily that you need to bench him or whatever, but I don't know if I can necessarily bank on him having a touch in every week to salvage um, what has been a really pretty bad running offense overall, other than Lamar Jackson. Um, looking at the receivers, uh, I really love Elijah Moore, but I, I would not expect this kind of output from him every week going forward. Um, he was the number one receiver in PPR this week. And so, um, you know, part of that was they were losing by a lot. So the Jets ended up having to pass more, I think, than they want to be passing. Um, 
and it was like a lot of garbage time stuff. He's still not running a significant enough amount of routes, I think, to be to be really consistent. I think he was running routes on like sixty something percent of the team's dropbacks. So that's not really what you want. You want something. You you want a guy like over eighty percent um, to be more consistent like that. And so um, he is the guy that I think I'm very excited about long term in the future. And he's probably uh, still going to have a few good like weeks this year. But Jets receiver Elijah Moore. Um, I probably wouldn't expect him to have, you know, a big two touchdown type game like we saw last week every week, just because um, they're not utilizing quite enough. That offense isn't good enough for, you know, to be really that trustworthy. So um, those would be two examples. I sort of just urge caution on those guys going forward. This is a kind of along those lines, Danny. I think we talked about it last week where the difference between fantasy sports and real football, where you can have a player that performs really well in fantasy, but it isn't necessarily the most fun or palatable like football to watch. Like what's been one (laughs) of those instances this year where you think like this person's really stood out in terms of fantasy player or someone on one of my teams, but like it really hasn't been like a person I'd want to watch a lot or like very palatable football. Um, the, I mean, the first guy that comes to mind is Jalen Hurts, quarterback for the Eagles. And it's not that I actually, I think he's fun to watch. So it's more just along the lines of, um, I'm a little bit worried about his long-term prospects with the Eagles, just based on the fact that he struggled mostly as a passer. He's been a very good, um, like dual threat quarterback, able to run, able to keep plays alive, able to scramble and, and be utilized in the run game, all that stuff. It's, it sort of reminded me a little bit of, uh, Russell Wilson early on in his career, um, but like we heard with Russell Wilson for the first like five, six years of his career was he's going to need to learn to drop back and play from the pocket and play in structure, um, things like that. You know, a lot of the, I think coaches certainly hold this really um, like close to their heart. It's, it's a very important thing for them because you can't run an offense um, on scramble plays. You can't run an offense on, you know, breaking out of the pocket and hoping something good happens. It's just not something you can consistently do. And so um, I think Hertz actually looked pretty good in this last game, but despite the fact that he's been a top tier, you know, quarterback one, I think he's only had one week where it wasn't a quarterback one or maybe two now. Um, But he's just been really, really ridiculously good in in fantasy, but he's been so, so I'd say as a quarterback and like in in, to the point where people are talking about maybe Minshew coming in and and taking over for him. Um, I don't think that's necessarily going to happen this year, but it is something longer term. I think that's, but it is that there's enough uncertainty there that this is like a perfect example of where, fantasy football and real football kind of the diverge because he's been an awesome fantasy player, but um, there's still question marks about him as a passer and, and overall just his ability to like hold on to the starting job, which is kind of crazy to think about because he's a, one of the most valuable fantasy pieces. Uh, a couple of running backs. I want to hit with you here. It's Danny Kelly from the ringer fantasy football show. Um, Antonio Gibson. We got some thoughts coming into our text message inbox and also how much trust should I have in someone like Eno Benjamin? Oh, so, okay. First off, Antonio Gibson. Um, I mean, it's tough because he's been battling a shin injury. It basically is a, he's a, I think a hairline fracture in his shin, which sounds incredibly painful. He's just been trying to play through it, but everybody that I've seen um, talking about all the doctors on Twitter that, that know about these kind of injuries say that it's not something that will get better in terms of a few days. It's something that is going to have to heal over a course of several months over the off season. So there's no reason to believe that he's all of a sudden going to get more healthy and, and more explosive, I guess, this season. And so I would be, I mean, I'm guessing like you can still use him as a flex. You can still plan on having him in your lineup, but having the idea that he's all of a sudden going to turn into like the Q, uh, to RB1 or 
RB2 that we were kind of hoping he would be this year. It's seeming to me that's like a pipe dream at this point. Uh, Washington is going to use Jared Patterson. Uh, J.D. McKissick has been a big part of this offense. This team is not as good as we thought they were going to be, um, and therefore they're playing from behind. The game scripts mean more passing to the running backs. That's J.D. McKissick's job. So all things considered, the, the dream that was Antonio Gibson before the season has not materialized, unfortunately. And I think it's because of usage, um, the overall team, and the injury. So um, I wouldn't drop him necessarily, but I just think like in terms of hoping he turns into an elite fantasy guy, that, that's probably out of the picture at this point. Um, with Eno Benjamin, I'm pretty excited about Eno Benjamin. I don't know how much usage he's going to be. This is one of the things where you kind of have to guess what coaches want to do and what they will do. Um, and so it's hard to know, but I think he's, he looks like the backup in terms of Chase, uh, Chase Edmonds, who is out for the next month plus with a high ankle sprain. You know, Benjamin has, he's like good explosiveness. He kind of reminds you a little bit of, of Chase Edmonds stylistically. Um, and so I guess the question is how much the, do the Cardinals want to use uh, James Conner? Do they want to turn him into like a 20 carry or like 20 touch type running back going forward? He's had some injury issues in the past. He's not exactly the most explosive guy. He's definitely a really good runner, and, like, he breaks tackles and things like that. But I could, I would guess, and I, I'm predicting that the Cardinals want to um, not put too much on his shoulders in terms of carrying the load. So um, they'll utilize, you know, Benjamin here a little bit. Jonathan Ward is another guy that they might rotate in as soon as he gets healthy. But um, I'm pretty excited generally to see, to see what Benjamin can do. He's, I, I've added him in a few leagues just as, like, a flyer to kind of see how it all shakes out because they do end up using him. This is a good running game a good team they score a lot of points they do a lot of fun things in terms of scheming up running where they're open like spreading the field out getting guys um bigger running lanes lighter boxes to run against things like that and so they've been a good effective running team so uh i think there's a chance that he could turn into something um but it is more of a roll of the dice i, I don't feel certain about it we sort of touched on that bills jags game but and you mentioned you you don't really have long-term concerns about josh allen and, and them getting together but what about, yeah, fantasy owners that might be a little bit worried on the offensive side of things for that team moving forward? No concerns, Danny? For the Bills? Yeah. Um, I mean, no concerns is, is not. I think I have <laughs> slight, very slight concerns. I think generally speaking, like, anytime you lose to the Jags when you're favored by 15 points or whatever it was, um, and you can't even score a touchdown <laughs> in the game, like, there's reason to be concerned slightly. The, the one thing I would say is um, – Allen had one of the most outlier seasons of all time last year. You know what I mean? Like he was so efficient after being pretty inaccurate, pretty inefficient. Um, all the stuff that like we, we were worried about when he was drafted into the NFL and, and based, basically the reasons people were like, why did they take this guy so early? Um, <laughs> all those things reversed all of a sudden last year. And he was all of a sudden like the most accurate passer in the NFL. Um, his, his deep accuracy went from really crappy to really good all these things that like basically never happened in the NFL or very, very rarely happened in the NFL happened where he got more accurate. He got, he was able to take care of the ball so much better, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's regressed a little bit. And I think that's been, that was something that you should have expected everybody. I, I mean, we harped on it all off team. Like there's going to be some regression. He can't keep up this torrid pace that we saw last year. We see it all the time. Um, like his touchdown, right. Things like that. They come down. He regressed to the mean a little bit. Um, but I think he's been maybe a little, uh, worse than I expected based even with that, with, with the expectation that he's going to have some regression. I think he's just been a little all over the place. Um, the big thing that's kind of strange is Stefan Diggs has been much less involved. Like his target rate has dropped down quite a bit. His catch rate has dropped down quite a bit. And so 
um, maybe teams have adapted to defending what they do a little bit and taking Stefan Diggs out of it. Maybe Diggs is having not quite as good of a year in addition to Josh Allen not having quite as um, sharp of a performance this season. So there's always these little things that can affect an offense. You see it every season, week, like year in and year out. It's very hard for any team to like maintain when they're almost perfect like the Bills were last year. So um, I think we're just seeing that natural aggression. Plus there's just very like variables you can't control. Um, but overall, bottom line, I still have trust and confidence that Josh Allen, especially in the fantasy world, like Josh Allen's going to be fine. Yeah. He still runs. He yeah. still he still scores touchdowns. Uh, this is still a high-flying offense. Um, they still want to pass the ball a ton. So all those things are really, really beneficial for fantasy, and I think ultimately he's going to be still very good in fantasy. Um, but it's just not – it hasn't been quite as, I guess, explosive or high-scoring, certainly not last week, um, as I think people hoping and, and when they draft him, like we're thinking it would be right now he's the QB5, which is fine. That's great. I mean, it's not like bad. Um, but you were kind of mm-hmm. drafting him to be the QB1, right? And so – it's been a, it's been slightly disappointing. I'll put it that way. What uh, what are we hoping for with Odell Beckham? If 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 you're a <laughs> Beckham owner, you know what team are you hoping he lands in? It, it feels like the Saints may be emerging. Obviously, Louisiana ties and all that sort of stuff. But what's best for the redemption of Odell Beckham? Hmm, that's a good question. So obvious. I think the cliche and obvious answer is go to the Chiefs um, because everybody wants every free agent receiver to go to the chiefs because the chiefs offense over the last three years or whatever has been um, unstoppable juggernaut. And I think the the Saints or sorry, the chiefs certainly do need a guy like Beckham. I think, and it would be a perfect fit for him. Um, uh, like an elite X receiver who can win on the outside, um, who can kind of bring in some of the timing and, and um, you know, precision stuff that this offense has been missing. Like obviously you're not going to do with this with Nicole Hardman, like that, that train has sailed. That's not going to happen. Um, but I think there's enough worry that the Chiefs' offense is kind of a, is not is not as good as it used to be. That maybe that's not like the most ideal thing in, in the fantasy world. Um, I think it, if you're a fan, if you have him on your roster right now, you're probably rooting for the Chiefs or the Packers, and it sounds like both of those are options. I don't understand the the Saints thing, honestly. Like it's either Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Like why would he want to go from that? Louisiana, baby. We all like to go home. Yeah, but he wants to get – he wants, he wants like, stat. You know what I mean? I guess there's this argument out there that they're going to force feed him the football and things like that. But, like, at the end of the day, he has to know this offense is not going to run as many plays. They're slow. They want to run the ball. They have bad quarterbacks. Uh, they're not going to have as many first downs. They're not going to score as many points. Like, that's not good for him building his legacy, getting more money in his next contract, all that stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I don't understand why he would want to do that outside of the fact that this is your home team or whatever. Um, so, you know, I think that's why the CX are still involved because Russell Wilson's there. There's there's Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. I think it's going to probably come down to those three teams. I don't know. Are there any other teams that have been involved? There's There's been a few, like, rumors here and there, but um, – it's amazing. I think those those are probably the three big ones. Mainly it, mainly it. Uh, maybe yeah, yeah. Cajun cuisine is just way more underrated than we realize, and he just wants to. I mean, it jump is back very in. good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but do you want like if you're if you're Otto Beckham, do you want like your quarterback to be like running the ball? You know, if they end up pushing to Taysom Hill, like do you want him to be stealing all your touchdowns? Come on, I I, just, <laughs> I don't understand that, but it could it could happen, but. I ultimately don't think it'd be good for fantasy, and I don't think it'd be good for his career. So we'll see. All right, we gotta let you go, man. Um, actually, actually, before we let you go, did you make up with your uh, your, your 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 podcast hosts? There, <laughs> there's no family fighting that. happening. I told them about how you guys ambushed me. Um, 
and yeah, no, they were good. They, <laughs> they understood. They understood. All right. Um, and then I reiterated that they are funnier than you guys. Um, <laughs> but you know, Perfect. I was lying to them. I, I was I was not telling the truth to them. You guys are funnier than they are. Excellent. Um, so yeah, don't worry. All right, man. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it as always. All right. Talk to you guys later.